The Wrestling Mayhem Show. Since 2006, the pioneer in pro wrestling podcasting. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Ladies and gentlemen, this past weekend, uh, we had an incident with Bradley, with manager Bradley um, at a, a local show in West Virginia this past weekend. Um, we can say that that we felt um, um, we felt it was unprofessional and we felt that we were in danger. And after after uh, after after legal counsel and a lot of uh, conversation amongst us, at the mayhem show. Bradley will now uh, be receiving um, butt calendars daily from now on. This is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode eight, episode eight seventy seven. I'm my, I am Sorgatron in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, PA, and also, and also, deeply, deeply offended by the actions of Bradley is Mad Mike up in up in Hopewell Junction, New York. You know. For someone I've never met, you think you know a guy. You think you know a guy that you never you met. You think you know a guy. Mm-hmm. You know what, Zorg? I say good riddance to CM Butts. Mm-hmm. And I say this because, you know, we didn't we didn't say this on the show a lot, but that's what he liked to be called. Mm-hmm. CM stood, stood for C- Seymour Butts. CM Butts Bradley. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. CM uh, Butts, Bradley. Uh, yes, yes. You know, uh, he, he will not be missed. He will not. And honestly, uh, the, the problem the problem is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can all move on. Nothing to no. see here. Nothing, Nothing to, see to see here. here. No. We will not be taking questions. No. At this time. No questions. No, no questions. questions. We you, like... can, you can ask them. We will not be taking them. Absolutely. No, we will not be taking them. Uh, anyways, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, a special Monday. La- Happy Labor Day, everybody. Uh, myself, I am actually going to be traveling for work this week. I'm heading out to Ohio, going to be visiting our friends at Honda at their plant and going to do some uh, some media work. So we, uh, But I would not. There, it was a big weekend of wrestles. Uh, uh, myself, I personally got to attend Payback, amazing here in Pittsburgh. And, of course, uh, All Out was uh, uh, Sunday in uh, Chicago. And in the middle, uh, we had a VCW Victor of Valhalla show over on Indie Wrestling Network. So maybe, maybe we'll get a chance to talk about that a little bit here. So I wanted, wanted to spend some time with you guys here on a Monday evening and talk about the wrestles. And, of course, we just came off of a Monday Night Raw where uh, Chad Gable did not win the Intercontinental Championship Making children cry, making children cry, Mad Mike, mm-hmm. and and securing that Honky Tonk Man will finally have nothing to talk about at random indie signings. Take that, Honky Donk Man! Mm-hmm. What is he going to do now? Santino Morella, you have finally been avenged. That's right. That is right. By the way, Santino on uh, Impact Wrestling has been delightful. I'm so happy to see him there, uh, but. <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, we'll have more about Impact Wrestling next week. That's right, because you're attending Impact 1000. I am going to Impact 1000. One White Plains in New York. Is it really in the shadow of New York City, as they say on commentary? 
Um, I mean, New York casts a big shadow. I, I guess if WWE says New Jersey's in the shadow of New York City, Impact is saying White uh, White Plains is in the shadow of New York City. I guess it depends which way the sun is facing. <laughs> <laughs> what time of day is it? That's what we're learning yeah. here. Okay, sure. all right. Yeah, well, you. I'm also going to be going to the Impact Fan Fest. Nice, nice, nice. That should be very. And there's no Iconics there for you to meet that I'm aware of. So that who, we know of. Who are you looking know. forward? You never know. Who are you looking forward to seeing at Impact Wrestling? Who do you hope is there amongst the Fan Fest? Oh. Yes, I I really hope Stone Cold Shark Boy is there. <laughs> that's that's what I'm hoping. I I, I want to give Michelle. Yeah. Have you seen? That's, have that's you what, have you met Shark Boy before? I've not met Shark. Oh, Boy. I have. I've had the opportunity. I've, I well, I got to get. I got to get a, a. Did I get? I got. I got an autograph that's still hanging in my in the old office where my where my treadmill is. Um, uh, from, from, from the, uh, gathering of the juggalos, uh, him. And I got a picture with Norman Smiley. Uh, it was a great day. It was a great day. Uh, anyways. Uh, so anyways, let's, let's talk about it. Again, I got to attend in person WWE payback. It was a, God, that was a tremendous show, uh, for yeah, WWE was. show. Like, like for like, like how weird it was. It was so Pittsburgh. Mike, I, I knew something was up when I looked at, and, and we got one of these. Um, we grabbed one for Dutters because she was working at the show, which she, she works at the arena. Um, so uh, they had a Penguins WWE Payback crossover uh, shirt, and they had a hoodie. Did you get me one? No, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I can only swing one for Katie. So I'm so, I'm sorry. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Here. Here. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Well. I what bells know. bells. Who knows? Maybe maybe they'll be on shop. They might. Who knows? Who knows? Or I'm, I'm checking. Maybe right there'll now. be some opportunities. Who knows? Um, they they go deep with the Pittsburgh merch when they're there. We always have the Yinzer 316 shirts. Um, they've had Suplex City ones for Pittsburgh before, of course. Uh, so it and, and the the Pittsburgh crossover. Man, WWE's going deep with the uh the the sport the sports ball crossovers between this and the NFL championship belts, which well, just I mean, yeah, shop it shop is run by a sport. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, fanatics. This was a fanatics connection, isn't it? And that's all. And it's also probably one of the reasons why they went with fanatics because they can do deals like that, you know, across the board, right? So uh, business-wise, it's going to make a lot of sense. And I know and I, I know the issues that, that we've talked about there, you know. So, you know, and actually, uh, since, since that, I got to say, I have not been uh, dismayed with the quality of WWE, uh, our $40 WWE shirts at the uh, at the uh, venues these days. But this is a nice, I kind of like, this is the payback shirt that they had. It was a nice, um, basically, it's a Judgment Day shirt, right? And, uh, you know, it's got, the, and it's got the I Was There stuff in the back. But it's not like as as uh, obnoxious as it's been in the past. Like it's, it's in good. the logo, I guess. I, mean, I don't want to turn around, but you know. Um, but but yeah. So so that that's been. You know, I don't know. We just get the eyes. I was there shirt. Maybe one other shirt every once in a while for the bigger bigger events like SummerSlam and Mania. But you know, we can, it's just kind of a, a tradition, I suppose. Um, uh, so far, I am not seeing any Pittsburgh centered merch. No, no, so probably I, I, not. I will. I will keep looking. And they did do a shop and everything out. I, I, it looks like it was out out in the. I don't know where they put it. They said in the plaza. Oh, I thought it was in the lower plaza. That's probably why I didn't see it. Anyways, uh, what is this? Wait, Tina says day one they took down the Jacksonville Jaguars title. Are you kidding me? Are we going to be that petty about that? 
I mean, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it is wrestling. So, anyways. Now, now I actually need to see if that's on there. <laughs> I, I'm checking right now. I'm on shop. I'm He's on research right now. But payback, yep. Um, we did have the women's. Uh, by the way, I, I got to say, so as far as the in-person, and I think I messaged you, and you've watched the show since, <laughs> There is no Jaguars here. There is no Jaguars? <laughs> There's no Jaguars belt. Oh, come on. There is not. Wow. I think it's in the commercial, isn't it? I thought it I swore it was. It definitely wouldn't be in the commercial. Okay. That's a no. interesting choice. Anyways. Um, so, so uh, I, I think I had messaged you because, like, you know, we started the cage match and the, the crowd was just just bonkers in there, right? And I messaged you to ask if it really was coming across on TV. I know you weren't watching it live, but you did catch it later, though. Yeah, I, I uh, was able to catch the beginning of the cage match, and yeah, you guys came through. You were pretty loud. Yes! Yes! It was It was so, like, and we were talking about it, because it started with the cage match. I forget what was up next, but it just seemed like John like, Cena. John Cena was up next, so people were bonkers about that. LA Knight, which was just amazingly hot, you know. Um, and, and it did seem like it did dissipate a little bit after that, right? Until we got to the street fight, which of course had a lot of penguins play. Mike, I, okay. Um, <laughs> it's, it, this is for us in Pittsburgh and Mike, apparently this paper. I, all right. So I, I'm wearing a shirt that is not a officially licensed shirt. Right. It's, of it's, a, it's, very, it's, it's a very special moment and yes. very special show is, is the bloody Becky Lynch, uh, shirt. Yes. Um, I need someone to make a shirt of bloody Kevin Owens in a Mario Lemieux shirt. In a Mario Lemieux Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I need way, someone to make that shirt. I, I think I think I, I had I had screamed when we watched All In and uh, Penta came out as Penta Obscura. And I was like, he's mm -hmm. got he's has uh, more costume changes than Beyonce. Never mind, yes. because Kevin Owens did had even more. Because he sported the the Terry Funk shirt, and then of course the uh, the jersey, but also he dedicated to the jersey the rest of the night, and a very oh, yeah. appropriate. And there, it's better be. I'm sure it's going to be on some kind of charity auction. Charity auction is the bloodied Penguins jersey that he wore during that match. So, oh, I might get it. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it seemed it seemed very appropriate. It was a lot of fun. Holy crap, they went everywhere, and they were actually he jumped off of the bottom of my section. Uh, so I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that on your Twitter. I'm like, oh wow, okay. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, they're right in front of us. Oh, they're right in front of us. You know, we were. I mean, we weren't nowhere close. We were in section. We were in a, a row U. So we were like what, like 23 rose up from them but still it was it was fun because like you know the the desk uh the yeah you know, we got to see the the pre-show desk like the, the whole time and them them doing that you know and then of course the, the 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 fight there so it was fun it went everywhere it was it was it was a long fight it got obviously it got the crowd into everything um it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun i am um i am consistently dismayed by we get to like Rhea and raquel and ray and austin theory and i feel like i feel like uh uh we're like i'm all you were automatically getting boring chance and that's unfortunate it is unfortunate and it, and it's not a lot i felt like there was a little bit more during like Rhea and raquel and and and, 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 and tell me how those came off on tv too and, and, and you know it, it made me think about like wwe i feel that um and this is a conversation that's going to go with the all out pay-per-view because i feel like all out like i feel like that crowd was with it the entire freaking night um 
And I feel like when you go to AEW, you're there for. It, I, I was thinking about this this concept, Mike, and, and and help me with this. Like, I feel like when you watch AEW as an AEW fan, you're there for the moves. And when you go to the WWE show, you're there for the spectacle of it all, which would be the cage match, the street fight, the uh, Shinsuke and 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 uh, Seth Rollins match. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I feel like when we get to a good match that maybe isn't over the top, I think you they start losing the audience a little bit there because that's not what they're there for for the most part, right? I and we say that mm-hmm. you know WWE is you know the best produced the spectacle of it all i love to go to what i say the i want to go to the wwe show not a wrestling show like just like i want to go get pizza hut and not pizza you know um like that that's kind of my thought on that kind of thing and i don't know how did those two matches come off on tv for you um uh, i mean there were definitely breaks in between like just because you know you're coming off of high highs with john cena and with the Cage match and street fight and all that stuff. Like, I mean, Rhea and Raquel seemed a little, I guess, long, maybe. Mm-hmm. But in this in this day and age, I'm not gonna complain about a long women's match. Um, I do think that, given how long they've been feuding, that maybe there should have been something else extra to it, and not just Dom being there. Has it been a feud? Yeah, very much. Yeah, remember uh, Rhea was the one that took out Liv and essentially cost them the tag team titles and all that stuff. Oh, okay. But I feel like it's been yeah, so, it's, it's so been long. Time. It's been so long. I feel like everybody's forgotten about that at this point, right? I mean, that's why they aired the video packages. Yeah. <laughs> Tina said that uh, their match was almost eighteen minutes, um, mm-hmm. which yeah, that seems like that they gave so they gave them time. They gave them. Time. I believe that's longer than any women's match. On pay per view in AEW this year, it could be very possible. Um, so and, and it didn't. I don't know. I can't say that it felt like eighteen minutes, but you know, I. It, well, I mean, you know, for, given that we had like all the other matches had like some kind of extracurriculars too. Them, true, true, true. It just seemed a little out of place. There were, you the, know, they were just there. Those two matches were just there. You know. Yeah. So. Um, and also, like, you know, and they were just hot. I think, I think they just did the Jey Uso segment. No, no, they did street fight, then that, then the championship, I think. And I think maybe the Jey mm-hmm. Uso was before the street fight. So, so yeah. there's a lot of like big moments from this show. Like this was a very rocking show as far as those things oh, go. Yeah. So, um, no, very excited about that. The Jey, I'm glad to see the Jey Uso thing. I love the dynamic they had on Raw tonight. With the well, hey, really hey, you're here, and uh, you might have to answer for some of the stuff that we've been taught that that, that that you did since you've been here, you know, kind of thing. Like, like I, I love that. I love that. There's like there are stakes to the story, right? I gotta say, the Dom bit tonight was one of my favorites. Hmm. Which part? Dominic just Dominic just taking Jey Uso aside and just talking to him. Oh, 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 oh! The we're both Very from good. broken family speech. <laughs> yeah, I. Like, I is, thought it was great. That is like as good as the Christian Cage How's Your Father from the Scrum. <laughs> right? It is. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Which is the I saw someone tweet uh, uh during Raw tonight that they want Edge to show up that they want the radar superstar to show up in AEW 
and hit on everyone's moms so Christian <laughs> can talk about their dead fathers at the same time. Oh no. He just really messed people up. Oh no. Yeah, just like just yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll become we'll, absolute menaces. We'll get more to some of that. But uh no, that was very good. Uh the women's match, amazing. Holy crap, you know, you know, ri- you know, Rich, Trish was like a pretty much retired Hall of Famer for a while there and came back to have a killer uh, 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 match. Uh, the turn with Zoe uh, was so good. I, again, had the crowd in the palm of their hand the entire time. It Did was you see fantastic. the picture of Trish after the match? Oh, I, I I saw a little bit of it, like a real quick. I, I get uh, Missy saw it and was commenting, and she's like, "Did you see that?" I'm like, "She's got a big goose egg and everything." Oh, there you go. There you go. It's not really. I, I think, yeah. You can see the mark on her forehead. I know it's not. Yeah, I mean that, that's the real big thing is the mark on her forehead. Like, yeah, absolutely. But, but it's it's out there. Yeah. It, it's definitely out there. I'll see if. I yeah, I think I saw that on her up here. on her uh, Facebook page or something like uh, that. Like like it, yeah, no, it, they got messed up. It was fun. It was brutal and not not bloody though, right? It wasn't like a crazy bloody oh. one. It was. Um, I mean, it was it was it was a it was a cage match. It was a good cage match. It was a it was one of the better ones I think I've seen in a while from WWE. And 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 I and again moved the needle for a lot of things that they've been trying to do with Zoe. Uh, weren't you just saying about Zoe being a Shayna Baszler type last week? I mean, isn't that so interesting? It's it kind of seems like Shayna Baszler is the better version of Ronda Rousey, and now Zoe Stark might become the better version of Shayna Baszler. Oh no! <laughs> well, no, no, I'm serious. Like, I, I think, I think that little the the dab after tonight's match. I think that's yeah. the start of something, that's... something more mm-hmm. that we're going to see. I love the line you gave me more than Ronda ever did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's that's great. good stuff. That's she, I've always said this. Shayna is what WWE always wanted Ronda Rousey to be. Mm-hmm. Shayna's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic and always has been. Mm-hmm. Even back to NXT dates. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, um, you know, Judgment Day. Loving Judgment Day with all the gold. Um, they can play with this. I, I, uh, I, if we don't end up with Judgment Day Survivor Series team, I don't know what we're doing here. Uh, so, but the, also, you have to be excited about Rhea Ripley just straight up decking guys at this point. We're not oh, even yeah. like she just full on. Kevin Owens was on the shelf because of Rhea Ripley tonight. Right. Right. In mind. That spear through the uh through the through the barricade, the barricade. like looked brutal. And, I'm and just that like, was that was before Rhea's match. Yeah. I'm just like, what? Like, like we're not doing this like like and 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 they didn't really play up an injury. I think for the most part, did they during that match? Yeah. I didn't. No, it was really. it wasn't noticeable in person, and, and I didn't know if, if the audience would have put it over. But uh, that's great. So the only other thing is, I do need to go back and watch the street fight because I'm sure there are plenty of Pittsburgh references by Corey Graves. That oh I'm yeah, have absolutely. Catch. So you know, I need. To, I definitely need to go back and do that. Honestly, just go back and watch it again because it was a hell of a match. Absolutely, it absolutely. was. It was pure. Attitude era nonsense, and I love it. Yes, yes, absolutely. It was like it was like if you took the best of the attitude era and just compiled it into one match. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Like the the Judgment Day gathering and like talking strategy, and then Kevin and Sammy emerge from the from the penalty boxes. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely perfect. 
it was the, great. the camera angle, every, everything, like them slamming the sticks together. Like I'm sure they both hated wearing Penn's gear, you know, being from Montreal. <laughs> but uh, you know, but that was fun. At least it was hockey, and it was like, hey, we're in the pen. Like we're, you know, it was like, hey, we're the good guys. We kind of got to be with the. With I'm the telling you that that image of Kevin Owens bloody in the Mario jersey mm-hmm. that stuck with me. That's some damn my buddy texted me. Well, my buddy's texting me. He's like, did this just become your fa- your greatest match of all time? I'm like, pretty close. Pretty up there. Pretty it's up pretty, there. It's pretty up there. I got to see if Chachi watched that one because I'm sure he's going to appreciate that match. Um, uh, and uh, and uh, Tina's saying props to Rhea for the China tribute gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Britt was giving uh, Finn issues for stamping yep. on the terrible towel. Yep. Because, and right in front of those Pittsburgh Steelers in the corner there, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice touch. I didn't know. I don't because I don't think they showed the crowd. I didn't know that uh, the great Muda was in the crowd. Oh yeah. What the hell? Oh, yeah. I saw that on Twitter after. I'm like, I'm in the same building as the great Muda. What the He's a hell? Hall of Famer, Sork. Yes. Fantastic. He's a Hall of Famer. They just get carte blanche to show up. Now. Absolutely. I'm just like like great Muda's in Pittsburgh. Whatever. Um, main event. <laughs> main event. Uh, man. This is the most New Japan-y angle I've ever seen in WWE, <laughs> and I love it. Love it. Love it. It's almost like they, they just saw promos that Shinsuke did in New Japan. Like, wait, why aren't we doing more of that? Well, again, what do I keep saying? You know, like the, With Triple H you know, on creative, there is that, hey, remember the reason we signed you? Let's do that. Hey, remember, you know, there's that, like... Triple H remembers, okay? Triple H... Let's see the new Pepperidge Farm? Yes, Triple H remembers. Hey, you know, Kinsuke Nakamura used to beat people within an inch of their lives. Are you peeling Triple a tomato? H remembers. Are, you, are you peeling a tomato or a potato? No, I... <laughs> yeah, you peeling a tomato. I was to whittle wood. <laughs> I was pretending to whittle wood. I was doing space work. Oh, okay. Space work, okay. Because it's like the, the family guy bit where it's like Pepperidge Farm remembers and he's whittling wood. Well, right. Rocking, yeah, rocking. right. Um, the animation, like I listen, listen, my wife has been exposed to so much wrestling. She produced a wild show in West Virginia yesterday. And, and when we're, if we're sitting at a wrestling show and it peaks her up and a lot of this show did right. Like this is mm-hmm. one like, you know, WrestleMania, like, oh man, I'm so bored of the Charlotte match, you know, that kind of stuff. Right? <laughs> She's a really good temperature of what's going on here. Right. Um, and, and, and they hit those animated um, introductions to like with the, the Shinsuke story pre-intro. She perked right up. Those were astonishing. And the best thing I think I, I I feel like I feel like the last time they did something like that was what didn't they do that for the uh the Stardust and Steve Amell matches? Yeah. They did a little animated situation like that. Um like that was fantastic. Props to whoever came up with that, that they're they're leaning into that. They 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 crossed it into the edit for the match when they were looking back at the pay-per-view tonight on Raw. Um, it adds such another level to everything. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. It, it gives Shinsuke it. the menace. It does. That he didn't have. Before. Oh my gosh! It, that and the post show, the post, the post interview that they used tonight. Um, like it is. It is just added so much. I am here for this. I did in. You know, they're obviously going to have a rematch. 
Um, if this is a trilogy, I'm here for it. Let's let's see where this goes from here. Absolutely. You have my attention. Yeah. Seth is 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 going wild. You know, we got to you know get Rick, Ricochet. We got the great Ricochet and Nakamura match tonight. Like so much good is happening here, and and the world tighter is is what they needed on top of the Gunther stuff that has been fantastic, obviously, right? So um, really, really fun stuff. Uh, uh, WWE definitely on all sensor. Any, any other um, any other thoughts um, from, from last night's show, or the, uh, sorry, from Saturday's show before we move on? Um, I do have another thought from Raw tonight. I can't believe it's taken over 20 years for this to occur. Someone finally went full board on the John Cena being invisible bit. <laughs> and then they did the whole motions. They did they did the sorg sorg. Alright, not only did they did they do the whole camera motion for the entrance. Like the zoom in when John Cena talks to the cameraman, the one side, the mm-hmm. other side, mm-hmm. the follow as he slides under the bottom rope. Mm-hmm. The whole nine. Sorg, if you go to WWE's Instagram, they have a cameraman at the bottom of the ramp filming the other cameraman doing John Cena's entrance. No way. <laughs> I swear to God, they do. it, And it's the greatest thing of all time. Oh, I like, love it. I, I was freaking out about and a friend of the show, Tatiana, was also freaking out about on Twitter. So I sent her that clip, and she just freaked out even more. Would you get a chance? Can you, can you put that in the Facebook group, please? Absolutely. Uh, we, we, have, we have a moment. I, yeah. Oh, that's so good. It's, oh my god! I, and I it's love so that. Like, great. like there is like a fandom that happens there. I love you know. I love when they like when the the production people get to play right, uh, especially something for like that. Like like you know they mentioned Stu. I think Stu is like the camera guy that does that motion or something, right? Yeah, like, Stu, he's, he's Stu is guy. the guy yeah, that, yeah. that John Cena talks to. Yes, exactly. Because I've I've heard him. I remember calling him calling him out by name before. Um, so fantastic, good stuff, good stuff there. All right, guys. Hey, you know, there's a lot of action that happened this past weekend. Of course, our friends at VCW, Victor or Valhalla, including, at, might get this, a five-team VCW Tag Team Championship ladder match to crown the first-ever Tag Team Champions. And who got those? Of course, we've had him. He, he got his first singles belt here. Uh, uh, and it was on the show about a month ago. Christian Noir and his partner, Malachi wow. Gage, uh, winning the first ever VCW uh, uh, Tag Team Championship as part of the Origin. So now they have the belts. Our friend Remy LeVay has a heavyweight championship belt with VCW. So we'll see what happens. Mad Dog Myers, where you at? Where's your gold? There's no more belts, but we'll see what happens there uh, down there in West Virginia. A lot of fun. Big show. And, of course, big show coming up for them. The next show they're going to have here, I think it's going to be in October, if I'm not mistaken, um, is actually going to have, get this, Mike, Ricardo Rodriguez will be joining us. Friend of the show. If, if, wait, what did we talk to Ricardo? Didn't he was the guy who was the announcer for Del Rio, right? Yeah, we talked to him. I don't remember. Years ago, I don't remember talking to him. Years ago, <laughs> was that a you thing? L, L, I, no, LB asked him was uh, what sandwich would he be. No, I think you're thinking. Um, oh I, no, wait! I'm thinking, thinking. I'm thinking of Armando. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're thinking of a guy with Armando. My bad. I, I got. I got my. Um, Anyway, my managers conflated. It's late. It's late crazy, on a Monday. Crazy weekend. There's another pirate in this one, Mike. 
There's a lot of hugging that happens. Our friend of the show, Eamon, had two segments where he got the he's doing some in-ring interviews. Of course, he's the commentator over at BCW. Mike, in one segment, he got a kendo stick shot from a blind man. That sounds about right. And then in the next one, he got hugged by a man with by an eye patch. Man? By a man with okay. an eye patch. So actually, okay. there's a theme. There's a theme going on. Uh, I was gonna say it sounds like Eamon is just getting put into wrestling mad libs. Kind of at that point. Um, and of course, you can check that out. It's already available at IndieWrestling.network and as a YouTube ringside member for IndieWrestling.us. Uh, and of course, we'll have the VODs actually in the process right now. And that should be up here in the next day or so. And DVDs will be available for purchase as well at IndieWrestling.us. Keep an eye out for that. So, um, Mike, I know you did not have a chance. Oh, it's a holiday weekend. I know there's a lot of wrestles. You did not get a chance to watch All Out. So yeah, I have. I'm going to. I just, I just haven't had a chance to get to it yet because, guys, it's a lot of wrestling. It's a lot of wrestling. It, 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 it even plus, ju- I'm also fifty bucks. Yes, uh, for a fifty dollar back to back. But again, if you're a fan of AEW, and you know, there's some ways that you can, you know, swim in ocean and pay a little bit less or whatever. Uh, either way, either way, let's say you got a lot of friends and you're you're watching that back to back weekends. I gotta say, so I'm gonna tell you how how this show went. Mike, one, you gotta you gotta get a chance to watch this show. Um, it, you know the crowd, of course. Chicago's gonna make this thing. I talked about like the the people that are there for wrestling. People are there for spectacle. They were there for wrestling. Mike, they did Miro and Powerhouse Hobbs, and there was a meet chance. Oh, I heard. And there heard. is now now we are declaring a meet division at AEW. I mean, I'm all here for a meet division. Um. As long as it's intergender and Nyla Rose also gets involved. <laughs> yes, okay. Um, Nyla Rose versus Miro might be, like, if we were doing AEW Mayhem Mania, that might be my booking. Absolutely. Uh, fantastic. Because the Twitter war alone would be stellar. Yes. Um I, 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 Mike, what do you, what do you want to know about this show? Let's, let's go that route. I, I've been, I've been able to like, I, so how, how much did Danielson look like he shouldn't be in the ring? Not at all. He commented afterwards about how he didn't use his arm. Mm-hmm. It, it was a strap match. It was a brutal strap strap match. It was like, it was one of those like, not as bad, but it feels like uh, the old like Piper. Uh, it feels like the Piper Valentine kind of. Um, um, oh God! Okay. You know, dog collar match kind of situation. He was. Okay. It it it, it is. Um, and I, I'll caution you because I know you are you you have a, a a rough spot with with you know Brian Brian Danielson and and a lot of these um you know really kind of vicious matches with it. I think it was you know the things they were doing looked. I think it's one of those things where things that are happening look brutal, but are not as brutal as they seem. Yeah, I mean, it's Ricky Starks. So I'm not exactly expecting. Yeah. Like, you know. I mean, it looks like he is wailing him with the strap up the side of the head. Okay. So, mm-hmm. but again, like, I, I mean, you know, the magic of wrestling, I'm sure that's not a full on, you know, situation, but still like the fact that he protected his arm that was not fully healed. Um, was really impressive. Uh, you know, they, like I, you know, he said he mentioned in the, in the in the presser, like he's like, hey, did anybody I, notice? I, I did think it was 
I did think it was interesting that when Danielson came out for the contract signing on a collision, mm-hmm. uh, Nigel McGuinness said, oh, now you can wrestle. Which... <laughs> Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, but this is also this is also uh, uh, Brian tagging in for his difficult situation, right? Oh, and yeah. no, and it is. and it's, you can it's, it's, uh, you, you, hot tag. and you can definitely now you can play with that with Nigel. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you ducked me. Yeah, all I don't in. know if you'll be able to delay it all the way to all in next year, but well, maybe they'll do something else with it. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so they they there's that there's there's a door open with that, right? Um, that they can do forbidden something forbidden door, like maybe a forbidden door, maybe a Russell dream. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a grand slam, maybe a slam of grandness. I uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, by the way, yes, PK, uh, I know you watch, I know you don't listen. Listen to this one time. Please have Eddie Kingston beat Claudio. For the oh world. my gosh, please, 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 please. I don't ask a what a lot. match. What a match. I don't ask a whole lot. Mm-hmm. That's what the people want. I am a New Yorker. Yes. That, that's what we want. Mm-hmm. Give, give the people what we want. I love that. Just for once. I loved our uh, uh, Samoa Joe uh, against friend of the show, Shane Taylor. Very good look. Just punches mm-hmm. to the face for five minutes. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. The push to MJF, uh, throwing back to the push <laughs> from NXT. Apparently, they're going to be addressing that on Wednesday. Um, I'm sure they probably will be. I'm sure Max is just going to be absolutely fine with it. So interesting. So fun. No, it didn't feel like a typical. Like, it it, it felt like, like, All In definitely felt like a superstar show, right? And this felt like the wrestle show. You know, it it, it was, you know, not that there didn't feel like a wrestling show at All In, but still, like, like, for whatever happened this week, this is the proof of like we're gonna make you fucking forget about this guy. We're gonna make you forget that Jack Perry's not here, okay? And we're gonna put on the best damn wrestling show, and everybody brought it, okay? And 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 you know what? You know what? I didn't think once during that show. Where's Jack Perry? Okay. Um. You know where's Jack Perry and House's father? I don't know, and I didn't care for an entire evening watching this show. Okay. I even watched Do, Zero and, Hour. And does Jack Perry share a bank account with his brother? Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Questions I didn't ask. Once. No, never thought that once during this show while Powerhouse Hobbs and Miro were just slapping meat. You know, somewhere Big E is smiling, smiling because he got Joe and Shane <laughs> Taylor and Hobbs and Miro. My God, that is a happy man somewhere watching this show, right? So. CJ Perry. I, I want Go I ahead. want a big meaty man battle royal. Big meaty man battle royal. We TK, get- TK loves his battle royals. He does. If we if we on Dynamite have a big meaty man battle royal and the winner faces John Moxley, I'd be all for it. <laughs> but isn't like, even, even like, the, the like, winner get, faces give me, Joe, give me your baby. Miro, mm-hmm. Give me your Miros. Give me your Shane Taylors. Give me your Samoa Joes. Give me uh both guys from Bear Country or whatever they're fucking new name is mm-hmm. give me um um oh i can't brody king mm-hmm. just give me everyone who tilts the scales at 300 pounds yes or who or who is above or basically whose height can't be taught well, okay just, you know there was, every one of those guys in the ring at the same time there was a there was a promotion we worked with a few years ago and every year they had this this tournament and it would be a different theme for the tournament every year and the first year i i, I worked with them it was a it was a uh, um, 
it was it was a meat tournament basically, right? It it was it was like Beast Man and like I don't think Brohemoth was part of it yet, but it was all just big dudes like that, right? Like Billy Ruxman was a part of it. Uh, you know, it it, it that was it. That was, it was just the like yeah, I think you had to be over 300 pounds to be part of the tournament. Like let's just do that, right? Yeah, I mean, might as well. Like honestly, big meaty men slapping meat is it's it's something that can't be contained. Mm-hmm. Can't we still need a female version of it. Yeah. I know uh, we, we posed this question to Emily in the Facebook group, and she said it's unisex, so I guess we can do that, but, you know. Can we do that? Yeah. I don't I, know. I feel weird yelling that at, a, like, Rhea Ripley and Mikel Rodriguez uh, match or something, but meat is all elite. Somewhere also, I saw this tweet. Sean Stasiak is having a good time. Uh, <laughs> DJ Lunchbox is not. No? Notorious hater of Sean Stasiak and oh, all things Oh, that's meat. right. That's right. Orange Cassidy can finally take a nap. Yeah. That... I think uh, I think we've we've squeezed all the juice we can out of Orange Cassidy. My God, if it was uh, proven that Orange Cassidy is one of the greatest wrestlers in the world, I think this run definitely did it. What was it? Something like 31, 32 defenses. Um, uh, Thirty. 30, Thirty-two was his Moxley defense. Okay, there you go. So, and again, it took Moxley to beat him in the main event of a pay per view. Yeah, like. Tremendous, absolutely tremendous. It was, yes, it was a bloody match, but it was a bloody match that wasn't like a crazy hardcore match, right? Um, it was some, in terms of orange juice, it was some pulp, some pulp, yes, exactly. Uh, let's see, OC gets his nap before Mox gets his vacation. There you go, Mox is never getting a vacation. No, Mox is never getting a vacation. Spoiler alert, it's never happening. Yes, yes, damn it, you Jack could Perry. lose a limb. And TK would still book him in a trios match. Well, you, TK has options now because you do have Brian you, that can step up. You have him. You have Moxley. Speaking that can of step losing up. your limb and still getting booked in a match. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So, but again, like there's that. But that shows how good he is, right? That he could do mm-hmm. something like that. How good Ricky is, right? If Ricky Starks hasn't been like you know put as a a didn't get leveled up this show, right? Like and Ricky that, Stark should be the one to go after Moxley next. That would be tremendous. He, he should he should be. And plus now with um uh, I'm going to say certain restrictions lifted, mm-hmm. collision might collision might feel more of an all encompassing show. The word the word on have the, the, the word on the sheets is that Brian is going to be um uh, pretty much filling that role on 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 Saturdays that uh, it, it helpful is. Here's a here's a concept. This is a concept I wanted to bring up, Mike. I don't know if you heard this. Um, I, I, and again, this is a dirt sheet thing. Get grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Jacobs apparently is like Tony Khan's right hand man now. When it comes to production, I believe it. You believe, I believe it? it? He he worked backstage for WWE for a he while. He did. It's still. Knowing my experiences with Jimmy Jacobs, still that boggles my mind a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. That yeah, like, I remember. I remember Adam Pierce once tweeting out that it was Adam Pierce and Jimmy Jacobs basically running the show backstage at Raw, and he thought that was really, really weird. Right? It is. It is. I've had a 
particularly weird lunch with Jimmy Jacobs once that make it still like is seared in my brain. And knowing that that guy has been in the positions of power on like every major wrestling show at this point, because he was a really big in production with Impact over the last several years too. Uh, well, not the last up, but previously. Um, you know, it's very, very interesting. But again, he's one of those. Uh, I, 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 Jacobs definitely, uh, you know, the uh, conversations about him with some other people that know him very well, he is kind of one of those creative mad geniuses, right? Um, and and that's that's amazing that like he's in, he's a part of that, and and good for him, good for him. But it still, just boggles the mind. But also, as I think I tweeted at some point um, from the Mayhem Show account, I want like a uh, uh, Jimmy Jacobs and Tony Khan like buddy cop reality show of some sort. Like TNT, I think you got your next drama right there. So um, mm, I think that would no, be no, 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 no. no. no you, don't, right. you don't want that? No, I don't. I don't need more TK on my screen. Mm-hmm. There's been far too much this week. So and we're and of far course too. we're all just buying our time, as Tina says, for uh, uh, Jay White to get his proper shine. And, and, and I mean, we are just like you know. Now wait, which Jay White? Which Jay White? Switchblade Jay White or cards or or switch card Jay White. You know what? That is an appropriate question. Yeah, I did. Sorry, I watched the product. Yes, you do watch the product. I can't see the pay per view yet. Yes, yes. Like honestly, I'd be down with them getting a tag title run. Yes, I think that'd be good. Although I think we're setting up for the Gun Club um, for the title title opportunity at least. No, it's opportunity. But you know who should be taking the belts off? FTR, hmm. Santana and Ortiz. Mm. Well, let's see what they do that, with them. That, they just that's, came who, back. that's who it should be because the fact that they've never been AEW tag team champions is criminal. Yes, absolutely, it's absolutely. Um, we'll see what happens with that. So, um, you know, coming up here. Uh, no, again, amazing show. Um, I am, you know, they didn't say numbers, but I'm curious to see uh, what they they are going to do. Like they're saying about like. You know, if they have a hundred thousand buys, it's a good weekend for them, and and we'll see what happens with that. They're definitely ramping up that calendar. Wrestle Dream coming up in Seattle. Looking forward to Tina's response to that. Um, so so that that's very very. I, cool. I will say, I hope by the time they do this next year, with the back to back, that they're on some kind of streamer system. Me too. Me. T- I, I'll honestly, be honest. Me too. I, th- me too. I think it's a little unfair. Uh, but I think it's a little also, unfair to fans. But also, what do um, what what does and honestly, it's going to be what does Warner Brothers Discovery want? And there's been yeah. some allusions to that. And you know, they you know, do they want the more pay per views so they can do a Peacock type thing? You know, because they got to be looking. They got to be. Well, you know, what is the? You I know, mean, between between R between ROH and AEW, you have a lot of pay per. You do, you do at this point, absolutely, 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 and 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 um, I and yeah, I'm curious to see how that goes. How does that sustain, right? Because now we're looking at at least two more, at least three more pay per views between AEW ROH uh, before the end of the year. You got Russell Dream Full Gear, and then uh, we usually have a final battle for Ring of Honor. Um, yep. so and 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 it was good that they could fill out the two weeks, and I don't know if that'll be the plan next next year. Um, but they did fill it out with well, they filled it out with one Ring of Honor title match, and but they just had a lot of their champions in other matches. But they've they've been integrated for a bit, um, so like it, it, but it felt right. It, like it, like it didn't feel weird, you know, at this point. 
the way that they've they've integrated things. So and plus Joe's been such a fixture on on Saturday nights uh, for for a couple months now as well. So oh yeah, Joe Joe's secretly been the MVP of Collision. Absolutely, absolutely. So. And, um, you know, he gets to parade a belt around and look more important, call himself the king of all TV and all that kind of stuff. So, um, like that, I I think it's been a very additive thing for him regardless. So, and, and they are having fun stuff on honor club and, you know, and, and I really think whatever, you know, this position honor club is in is also still a temporary position too. I, I, I think this landscape will look very different a year from now between the honor. I hope so. Yeah. Like I, I, I could see, you know, does the, you know, you have a little bit of the WWE network. Also, by the way, side note is I noticed this because uh, with the cage they didn't have the LED boards on the on the rings in the in the in the posts, um, and the side skirts said WWE Network, which seems strange to me. This weekend on Payback, and, and I know Ooh, WWE Network. Odd. I know that WWE Network like technically still exists, uh, you know, internationally and everything like that. But it was just very it was very curious to me. Um, to, to see that. That's so. weird. Uh, I mean, we don't have Peacock. There, there's there, there's no like Peacock banners. I no, think. there wouldn't be a Peacock, and technically it's WWE yeah. Network like on Peacock, you know. And there's plenty of other yeah. markets and everything. I get it, but it was just it just that was one of the interesting things that that stuck out for me. And even as it is, I think when you go to WWE.com, like there's a banner at the top that says WWE Network. Like it is still mm-hmm. like, and the, it's it sends you to Peacock. Yeah, and it just sends you the peacock if you are um, uh, uh, in, in America. Well, actually, it goes to well, it goes to network.wwe.com and gives you a landing page that sends you the peacock. And if you were in another network, yeah. if you're in another uh, thing, and you know maybe you swam to, to England, you would see uh, WWE Network as well. So um, I just think that's very interesting. Um, just, sorry, that was there's just one thing that stuck out here. Um, Trying to think of anything else that really stuck out from the weekend um, for for all out. Uh, again, just it was it was just a solid fun show. Like it really did. Like nothing, not you know. I I started it about an hour and a half late. Um, you know, coming from our other our other things, I had to do a couple things after the other show. Uh, so I was watching that show until about like one thirty in the morning myself, and then put Scrum on for a little bit. Um, and it kept my attention. Right, I was like, I was nothing. I was like. Oh man, maybe I should pick this up in the morning. It was like, no, I want to see how this match ends, and I, oh no, I want to see how the next match ends. You know what I mean? Um, the 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 tag match, the uh, the eight on eight, the, the eight man tag match with uh, FTR and uh, and 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 Young Bucks and Gold uh, yeah, Bullet Club was was started slow. The crowd was getting on them. I love that the singing the Cry Me a River chant happened. Uh, during that match after the CM Punk chance. Oh, uh, so, but that was the only one what that was had anything going on, right? Oh, so, I think I think they got most of their stuff out at Collision. It, oh, really? There are a lot of people. Like, if you've seen uh, Twitter videos of Tony Khan coming out to address the crowd, yeah, it's a lot of booze. Yeah, yeah, but it, a I, lot I, of booze. I also did not finish Collision. Um, just did not have. The energy, to, like the last like forty five minutes, I missed it. Uh, That's so fair. yeah, but it was also like there was too much stuff this weekend. That's another thing. When they do this next year, Collision Rampage cannot be taped because those were terrible shows. Oh yeah, going into London. Yeah, yeah, going no, into that, London. that was terrible. Like, that was terrible. Like you got you got to figure out the timing. Got to figure something out. Is it one of these pay per views supposed to be a Saturday show? Which one? Did I see that? No. 
No, there's no way there are. At this no, point. they're all Sunday shows. Yeah, yeah. AEW is all Sundays. Okay. All oops, right. all, oops, all, oops, all Sundays. Oops, all Sundays. Exactly. So I'll be very, very interested to see how all those turn out. But uh, anyways, hey, one last shout to our friends at Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. One day I'll get it again. We'll have a show on a Tuesday uh, here. Hopefully next week, actually. And we got uh, somebody coming into the studio. Uh, actually, I guess uh, we do have scheduled Brandon St. James next week on the show. And then we're going to have another travel week. And then the week after that, we are going to have um, uh, James from um, uh, Mega Cat Studios. Uh, of the WrestleQuest game that uh, I know you guys have been playing out there, so which should be Jordan. I'm excited. I've, I've been playing it. Yes, you've been playing it. Good, 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 good. Yeah, I have. I just have trouble get JRPGs are rough for me to get into and on the phone and, and everything. But I'm 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 making an effort on this one. So I, I'm playing. Uh, it's, I'm it's, playing a, on my it's a good game. You know, it's a fun game. So so that's that's been exciting. I wish I wish I could put it on my Apple TV. Is my only thing with this. I may have to suck up. I wish you had a switch. It. I don't have a switch, but but I can always. It's purchase. so much easier to play it on the switch. That, that's my phone, man. I oh, it doesn't have controller support. That was the other thing that bothered me about it. Well, maybe we'll ask him about that. Um, anyways, be like, what the fuck, man? Be like, what the fuck with the controller bro, support, bro? What the what the hell? Uh, no, uh, no. James is awesome, and 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 I'm I'm looking forward to catch up with him. He's like he was gonna send somebody else the week before. I'm just like. Nah, man, I want to catch up with you. You know, <laughs> like it's been forever <laughs> since we've had a chat. So probably before COVID, to be honest. Uh, so let's talk about the Jack Perry situation. No, let's talk about CM Punk. Let's, oh, let's, 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 full gear is on a Saturday. That's what I thought. I'm like, how are they? What are they doing? I guess. When is full gear? Oh, is it? Maybe it's an NBA thing, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I could see that. Okay. See all that. right. Let's see what happens there. I'll be very curious. Very curious to see what's happening. Yeah, there. instead of like preempting, who knows? They might even do um, a collision on. Oh no! That okay. I remember hearing about this. Collision is going to be moving to Friday that week. Oh okay. So it's so it's going to be going head to head with SmackDown. Oh, Ooh, Friday Night Wars. No, no, not actually. It wouldn't even be close because they're network TV. So, um, so so stop that now. Okay, yeah, guys. Stop that now. Stop yeah, that now. The, the tribalism chief is dead. We don't need to <laughs> keep this going forward. Acknowledge me. Um, we did address CM. Me. We did address uh, CM Punk was uh, that, for the first time directly. Is that, the go, wait, is that the go home show to Survivor Series? No, it can't be. No no, 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 no. Because Survivor Series is is in Chicago. Thanksgiving weekend. So yeah, okay, it's the weekend. So SmackDown, yeah, yeah, is, yeah that's that's it. So uh, CM Punk officially terminated with cause. Um, they had their investigation, which means, which was mostly, we need to talk to our lawyers and see what we can legally do and not get ourselves screwed here, right? Um, I, how bad did this have to be happening right in front of Tony Khan to finally pull the trigger on this kind of thing, right? Um, I, so I wouldn't be surprised if. When the elite resigned, mm-hmm. if part of their conditional contract was like, listen, that motherfucker gets one more chance. Yeah, yeah. Like, wouldn't shock me if that was part of. And it. this is pretty speculation at this point because because you also have to remember you have to remember Kenny and the Bucks are vice presidents. Yes, they're EVPs. They they have a power in the company. Mm-hmm. So that I would imagine that had to be 
part of the deal. And and that this happened, and also that this happened where it happened, when it happened, on the biggest show, and was uh, 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 allegedly such a physical encounter. Like, a lot of that language in that statement on Saturday night was that it was like real the it was, was real weird. like felt unsafe for the production and the talent and the staff? It was like what in the world happened, man? Like we're hearing reports, we're hearing versions. It was a scuffle, a headlock, you know that kind of stuff. Um, you know, and 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 it happened. It sounds less involved than the punk and buck skirmish, right? But I think the difference was Tony was there to witness it in person. Right. And mm-hmm. and there could be an argument if you talk about the Buck skirmish, the elite skirmish is is they knocked down the door and confronted him. Right. So and then who who took takes the first thing uh, swing from there is now a point of interviewing people. Right. And the decision maker has to look at it. And obviously everybody got canned, you know, for 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 a few weeks. So like so that's what that is. Um, this was like, you know, and then again, I think it becomes that thing where it's like, you know, as everybody's kind of saying, it's like, Hey, maybe it's you dude. Right. Um, you know, cause we, you do, we don't hear this kind of stuff. Haven't heard this kind of stuff, uh, of other members of the roster consistently having these kinds of issues. And it sounds like this guy is, um, it, interesting. I, I had a comment on a TikTok from about uh, October of last year of Bradley talking about CM Punk. Uh, is still not happy for all the money and fame that he has, and that and that I think that's appropriate for this, right? Uh, there's there's people asking, and I think it was like comments on some of the stuff that we put on the on the group or just generally Twitter chatter is like, does he go to WWE? Um, will WWE have him? If WWE thinks they can make money f- about it and they can put him in a silo, they've done it with Brock Lesnar. Yes, I think they would. I don't think it is outside the realm at all. That CM Punk shows up. It's not like CM Punk's going to be there every week, okay? CM Punk's going to show up and do a Saudi show or WrestleMania, and they're going to make their money, okay? And they're going to... They will not let... WWE knows. WWE has 50 years plus of experience of dealing with wrestler bullshit, right? We know this. We've heard all the stories. We've read the books, listened to the podcasts, Watch the documentary on AE. You know, like, we know that they, like, yes, shit happens. But you know what? It doesn't turn into what it does in AEW. AEW, again, I will I will pause it. It's not that they're a shitty company. It's they're a young company learning to deal with these kinds of things, right? Um, and and I think that's that would be the difference. No, it is not absolutely not outside the realm of possibility of CM Punk ends up in WWE if they think the money versus risk is worthwhile. And they're the experts that can I, make that determination. See the thing is, um, I don't even know if they'd have the say so anymore. With Endeavor, I think does Endeavor want to bother yes. with it? Yeah. See that that's that's the thing because the, the equation has changed. Yeah, exactly. Like if it was just like Vince and Triple H, like making the decision on this, I'd give that a much higher chance. And now you have a man who has been a part of two physical encounters. Three, apparently. Tino was saying that there was an altercation involving Regal. Who, was, by the way, was it an altercation? Was it an altercation or was it a verbal? Doesn't matter. 
Okay. It, it, it's, it's altercation with Regal, who is now back with WWE. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Grant, I, 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 even if it was just WWE, I put it at a small chance. Okay. I, I put I put it at a small chance just because I don't think they want the hassle. Yep. I don't think they want because Brock, Brock draws. Yeah. I don't think CM Punk draws anymore. Not to that, not to that level. Well, well, not wait, to that wait, level. Well, like, I mean, like, unless cause, they cause, unless they very specifically wanted to go to Chicago and blow the place up. But also, I think WWE's which, not. By gonna, the way, sorry. Guess where Survivor Series is? Is in Chicago. In Chicago. Ooh. <laughs> so we Again, may test I don't, this theory. I don't think this is happening. We may test I, this I, theory very soon if there is a theory to test. And who knows? We don't even know what the deal of his termination is. No, absolutely. Is is, is there a no compete? Is there anything like that that would mm-hmm. come up? Anything like these works? Because if it's a sixty day or a ninety day no compete, well mm-hmm. that throws that throws Survivor Series out the window. Absolutely. No, that throws the rumble out the window. Yeah. Like, or close to it. Yeah, but, not, like, not not a ninety, but if you had like a not a ninety, yeah. but yeah, but like I I truly don't think they'd want the hassle. And especially like with Endeavor being involved. If like if you Google CM Punk right now, it's going to be Got into backstage altercation with Jack Perry. Got into mm-hmm. backstage altercation mm-hmm. with, with the Young Bucks. I don't think they want that hassle because mm-hmm. that's like inviting chaos into your locker room and not even chaos that makes you good money. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. For what you for what you would have to pay CM Punk to probably come back to WWE, that juice is not worth the squeeze. Mm-hmm. Now, if Collision ratings had stayed. Where they're at when they when Punk when they when they had their debut episode, if they had stayed fairly regular at that point and show that okay he's a consistent draw, but instead collision ratings just plateaued, just went down and plateaued with him to yeah with him on it like like with him being not only on the show but the focal piece of the show, mm-hmm. like like that was CM Punk's show. It, so, it just was like you can say other people had enough art in it. Sure, that was CM Punk's show, and with like we found out how many CM Punk fans will tune in every week, and it's about three hundred fifty to four hundred fifty thousand. Yep, yep. And so, and so that it was, they, it was they fairly did, consistent. You're, you're telling me they did, this, did the market research for WWE at that point? Yeah, I mean. It, like I said, if it say consistent or God willing gone up, mm-hmm. then maybe we're having a different conversation. But he's shown that, like Tony Khan, put everything behind CM Punk on that show, mm-hmm. and they still couldn't jack up the ratings every week past that debut. Like I, I think I think that's I think that's more of an indicator for me mm-hmm. than he wouldn't be showing. We'll be interesting to see how that rolls out. You know, is the drama over? Can we con- concentrate on the wrestles with that? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure we'll, we won't even talk about Jack Perry for the next few weeks. Um, Unfortunately, we won't because he's also been suspended. Indefinitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had a hand in that. Which, so. honestly, if AEW was stupid and got rid of Jack Perry at the same time, 
That's someone who I'd love to see in WWE. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Jack Perry versus The Miz? Sign me the fuck up for that. <laughs> that Because The Miz saying he's an A-lister, Jack Perry, you know, mm-hmm. talking about his father. That'd be fucking perfect. Mike in chat room, what did you learn from wrestling this week? Oh, boy. Uh, what mm-hmm. did I learn? Oh. <laughs> um, so I learned that John Cena has finally found his niche in Hollywood. Okay. Sorg, I saw Vacation Friends too. There's a sequel? There's a sequel. I need to watch the first one. Shit. And, and, oh my, Sorg, get, give yourself some time. Mm-hmm. Make it a back-to-back night. Mm. Make it a back-to-back night. Big get Missy. Tell her we're sitting down, we're watching the Hulus, we're watching John Cena. Hey, sign up. I, I love my Hulu lap, so that's the first thing. Get get the Disney Plus bundle though. Mm. It's good. Okay. I like it. Okay. Anyway, but John Cena as a meathead who does coke and drinks heavily, <laughs> but is also the softest puppy dog in the world mm-hmm. and will randomly speak Korean to business people. That's his wheelhouse. Love it. That's it. That's his wheelhouse. That's his and niche. That's his typecasting. Like it's funny. Like we were watching it, and he just started breaking out like Korean, talking to a Korean character in the movie. And my wife was like, "Oh no, what what the hell's going on there?" I'm like, "It wouldn't surprise me if John Cena actually knows Korean because mm-hmm. he's already semi fluent in Mandarin." Absolutely, like, absolutely. I mean, well, I'm tr- yeah, he's. He's at least, you know, the, 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 that part of the language world, you know, I guess. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. But, um, but what I learned, Vacation Friends 2 is fucking hilarious. Good. You could absolutely go see it. Uh, Tina, you don't have to go far. You have to go to your couch. There you go. Tina says two things. Max Casser likes eggs. Mm-hmm. And uh, Athena and Billy Starks is my favorite odd couple right now. It is pretty fantastic. Thanks. Basically, oh. Mike, I don't know if you've you've seen the background on this. It, it's on Honor Club, so I know it's under a. Yeah, I have uh, it, it's in it's in the uh, um, uh, Mad Mike Wrestling Fog of War. Um, so basically, uh, 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 fights Billy Starks in a Proving Grounds match. You know, they have their match. They are feuding with the Renegade Twins. You, know, you may remember from Dark and stuff. Um, and then it's turned into Athena has basically adopted her, and she is minion and gave her a T-shirt. Minion like four thousand twenty three and a half or something like that. So okay. it's 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 pretty it's pretty great. And she came out second okay. seconding Athena and the uh in the the six person the six woman tag on the pre show uh last night. So that was pretty good. Um okay. and, and, I, I do. and I do and spoiler and spoiler, they did not get along with Diamante and, and uh Mercedes. So shocker. Shocker. Shocker on that one. Yeah. We should be giving Billy Starks the promotion that we're giving Nick Wayne. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, Similar stories. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, Similar yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. I think there, I feel I, I felt like we're heading towards a dark Nick Wayne on this one, but you know. Uh Tina says on the eggs thing, join the discard the Discord to understand the first thing. I don't know if you got to watch that video. I did not. Somebody got a special um, somebody got a special video from Max Caster. Oh boy, that's it's terrible. over on the Discord. It's uh, okay. under under the AEW um, feed. Sorg, I, I did work, I did learn one other thing from wrestling. Um, so I got my new couch, 
this weekend. And it has um, speakers in the armrests. Okay. And a subwoofer in, in the couch. And let me tell you, I turned on collision. <laughs> and Kevin Daniel, Kelly. <laughs> no, Daniel Bryan's music, or excuse me, Brian Danielson's music reverberating through my body. Mm-hmm. Just slaps. Nice. <laughs> it was fantastic. Oh, and you don't need to watch the pay-per-view and see how Final Countdown goes. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. Uh yeah, Final Countdown is apparently his pay per view music now. Yeah, not 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 a bad idea. Um, anyways, uh, geez, what did I learn? I learned when you're in a ladder match, use the damn ladder. Watch Saturday Night Special, throw the ladder out of the ring, and try to use each other to climb to get the belt. Okay. I don't know what if they pregame too hard at Applebee's or what. But it was the most ridiculous thing I've seen in a while. And I shoot video in West Virginia a lot. Okay? Um, okay. So that that was one thing I learned from well, wrestling I mean, this week. Sork, it's, it's what we talk about in wrestling. We shouldn't be trying to tear each other down. We should be trying to raise each other up. And also, it also I learned, and this goes with, and this goes with um, what uh, uh, Bradley was talking about uh, a few weeks ago. Um, if you're at a, if you're at a wrestling show, mostly a WWE show, and they're chanting something shitty in your section and you look over your shoulder at them, they're probably holding a belt. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've never understood that. Like the only, the, the only acceptable, uh, reason I will give for bringing a belt to a show. Mm-hmm. A, you've earned it in a match. Two. You went to a fan signing and you got an autograph. There is no number three. Oh, no, and hold on. Number three, you're a child. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And, and number four, you bought it at the show. Yeah. Well, you, you bought it at the show. You kind of you have to carry it. Around. You know who else is allowed to have the belt? Dutters with her uh, beating Cancer's ass belt. I'm sure she won it. Yes, she, yes, she that, earned, that, that's, earned that's, that's that in rule yes, one. Absolutely. Oh, and I, one one more make-a-wish gifts. Do whatever the fuck you want at shows. Have fun. So next time Have you see the, belt, time. the guy with the belt at the wrestling show, and be like, oh, are you a make-a-wish kid? <laughs> Mad Mike, thank you so much for joining me on a Monday night. Thank you, everybody who's joined us in the chat room here. Uh, we will be back. We should be back to our normal time with Brandon St. James uh, next week. So, and if you tuned in maybe you're expecting a live show tuesday and you just hit play on this thank you so much for joining us uh no patreon this week since we are kind of got a weird schedule uh with the holidays and the, and, and some business travel so i will be in a greater let's just say greater columbus over the next week uh uh filming some baja cars and things like that with our friends at honda and of course uh some of our friends will be up filming revenge pro this uh saturday in Erie, Pennsylvania, will be returning live. I think everybody's cleared their COVID cards. Uh, we'll be back with uh, Missy. Will be producing the uh, Thursday night fights uh, this Thursday uh, on IndieWrestling.us uh, uh, streaming platforms, YouTube, Twitch, and the like. And Friday, uh, join our friends Top Rope Tabletop. They will be doing a a role playing session. It is going to be role playing night, the twenty one plus night at the Carnegie Science Center. And they're going to be doing a session down there. Our own Riz is going to be joining them. 
as well. Our friends Keith Hot, I think uh, Tyler Klein, I think, is down there for that. Uh, I, know, I know it's not the entire crew, but it's going to be enough of them. Tatiana will be a part of that. So go, uh, do you want to see that in person? We, were, we are going to be filming it to put online later. Uh, so, but again, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, these 21 plus nights are fun. I went for the Back to the Future night. Uh, before COVID, and there was like three DeLoreans out front. It was fantastic. That sounds so, like a lot of fun. It was, and, and the Carnegie Science Center is like that. Like it's the science center, and then like there's like kids area. They open up the kids play area for you for all the adults. And there's oh, and, that sounds great. And there's drinking and everything like that. It is fantastic. Because I've been God. going to the Carnegie Science Center since I was a kid, and it was so cool to go there for a 21 plus night. I, I've been wanting to go to that one again. So You've been please pronouncing support. it wrong since you were a kid, but that sounds. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, oh, Mike, they they had when Taylor Swift was in town, so they have the train, like they have a big train display there. The you know, Christmas mm-hmm. is a big. Oh deal. yeah, no, no, no. Tutter sent me all those pictures. Yeah, yeah. So, so they they Tutter they, sent me every single one of those pictures, they and put, I sent them to my sister in law, who is a big yes, Swifty. They put Taylor, they put Taylor Swift eras. Uh, like throughout the train display, mm-hmm. like mini twi- Taylor Swift. It's, to look Pittsburgh for. knows branding. Sword. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And and, and I will also be at Impact One Thousand. Mm-hmm. If you see me, you say hi, Mad Mike. You get to drop me. There you Those go. Are the rules. There you go. Thank you guys so rules. much. This I'll be been... the one wearing the inspiration shirt. <laughs> this has been your Wrestling Mayhem Show. We'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.